everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern, Saturday mornings with Jim Valley, 10 Pacific 1 Eastern, and it's Monday here on the show, and we got a lot to talk about here today. You know, Ross tonight, Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Becky Lynch will be facing Trish Stratus in a grudge match that did not take place at SummerSlam. And Shinsuke Nakamura will dis- uh, explain why he attacked Seth Rollins. That's coming up here tonight on Raw. And, of course, we got a lot of other very, very big news to talk about today, as I'm sure you're all well aware. John Moxley debuted for PWG. Russell Titus Alexander. And, of course, Brian Cage was briefly sidelined. He was actually in the ER, but says he'll be back and ready to go this coming week. And, of course, the G1 wrapped up this weekend. We got to talk about that. I've seen the semifinals and finals. So to me, this G1 was awesome. I don't know about the rest of you that watched the rest of it. And then, of course, yes, we have to talk about uh, SmackDown. Friday night, SmackDown occurred. You know, there was that uh, collision show as well. And yes, I guess we have to talk about CM Punk, don't we? Everybody's favorite topic. So yeah, a lot to get into here today. And we'll talk about old punk after the break. If you want to text us questions, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. I am F4WOnline on threads, Instagram, and yes, Cameo. Should be grabbing your Cameo. At Brian Alvarez on the X. And uh, Mike Sempervivi is going to join us after the break. So as Cody Rhodes likes to say... What do you want to talk about here today? Well, we got a lot to talk about. So anyway, we're going to head to a break, everybody. Back in a moment with Mike Sempervivi and all of the news. Wrestling Observer Live. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. 
so you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more, so you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs. No agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Oh, I guess we're back. Oh. Hey, everybody. Hey, now. What an exciting time we had here. I think we're back. What's going on here? I don't know. Uh, never what has a, been going on here the last There's never a dull moment. You know, back in the day, it was just... You know, I'd record a podcast, and if something went wrong, you guys would never hear about it. Although I did never edit, so you actually did hear about it. No. I would I would complain about it on the air, and then we then we got to uh, you know doing the show live, and then you know something would always go wrong with the radio show. You know this didn't work, that didn't work, and then then we got video on top of everything, and so now there's so many ways for things to go wrong. 
Oh, today something went wrong with video. Yesterday something went wrong with audio. You know? Oh, Mike didn't show up today. You slept through the show. Hey, no. If you guys only knew. See, I'm so great at this job, but you guys don't realize how hard it actually is. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, that's the problem. Yes. And, you know, I, I look, I'm not trying to invest in a conspiracy here or anything, but, like, you've had a lot of problems here the last couple of weeks, and... Uh, Where's Oreo? Where's the plaque right now? Like, what is going on? Oh, is, man, I is, gave up on that. I got is, too many other things to worry about. Is Orca the reason, though, that these technical difficulties keep happening? I mean, there's no explanation. Audio just drops out in the middle of the show. No, actually, there there is, you know, I'd like to blame the whale, but the explanation oh. is that technology sucks. I threw that red box out, and now the audio works fine. I replaced it. But if it doesn't work fine, then I'm going to have to run another box. And you oh. just have to keep throwing out things in the chain until you find out what's wrong. Aye. Which I guess brings us to uh, other stories we're going to talk about here today. <laughs> We've killed enough time. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Where should we start? Where do you want to start? So there was a collision show. Mm-hmm. And then the show was over. And then uh, CM Punk cut a promo on Hangman. Hangman Page. And uh, it just so happened, by the way, that Hangman Page wasn't in the building when he cut this promo because he showed up at the building after being booked there and was told, sorry, you can't be here today. And so he had to go elsewhere to do his his promo. Huh. Yeah. Well, anyway, as we talked about on the Dave show last night, the, the fact of the matter is, and actually I was interested today to see that Punk side didn't even deny this today. That uh, Chris Daniels is not allowed on Saturdays anymore. Which, of course, is interesting because he's the head of talent relations. But he can't be at the show. So hopefully there's no problem with talent relations on on Collision. Because the head of talent relations can't be there. And then uh, Ryan Nemeth is not allowed to be there. Because he he tweeted something that CM Punk did not like. And then they had a confrontation. And actually, this, this this is actually the part I can't figure out about this story. So they had an issue, okay? And then, I don't know how long ago it was, but it wasn't this weekend. It was like a while ago. Nemeth was booked for the show, and then he showed up and was told, sorry, you actually can't be here, and then he was sent home, okay? But then he got booked again, and then he showed up and he wasn't allowed in the building again. So I don't want to give advice or anything, but if if Ryan Nemeth is listening... If you get booked for collision again, I don't think you should bother going. Because I don't think you're going to be allowed in. Are Wednesdays and Fridays open for this man? Matt Hardy is not allowed to be at collision. Which, uh, you know, some of you were wondering, like, wasn't there like a Hardy's feud that kind of started on collision? And then, you know, it just didn't it just. Well, yeah, he's not allowed to be there. So you can't do any matches with the Hardys. And uh, am I missing... Might be a net positive. Well, listen, I I was told those are the public, games. and and actually this is part of the the important part of the story because yesterday when we were reviewing Collision, and uh, they had five matches on Collision, and three of them were enhancement matches, three out of five, and I asked on the show, I asked where is everybody, and uh, and you know if you've been on the board, this of course has been uh, qu- quite misconstrued, you know. I never said people didn't want to work collision. I was asking, where is everybody? How come there's all these enhancement matches? What's going on here? 
And uh, the names that we have mentioned are the names that are now public. And uh, and it's it's not really a secret. And as noted, like the punk side admitted they didn't want Nemeth there and they didn't want Daniels there. But these are not the only people that can't work collision. There are other people whose names have not come out that can't work collision. And, uh, and there are also people in AEW who have not been told they can't work collision and they have not been sent home from collision, but they never get booked for collision, and their presumption is that they are not allowed on collision. So my point is, I can't tell you how many people cannot work collision, but it is not like a, a, like three people. I mean, there are, there are a, a fair number of people that can't work the show. And, uh, you know, the story from the CM Punk side is, I don't want any drama in my locker room. And so, uh, you know, Matt Hardy can't be there. Because, you know, he has a history of drama, this business, and, uh, and others as well. So, anyway, that's, that's the story. A lot we could unpack out of that, and I'm sure that we will. Um... When it comes to Ryan Nemeth, as you've mentioned, there was the deal with him not being allowed on the show. They got into a confrontation. Why? This guy is only available to work collision, so you send him again. I don't understand that. The deal with Christopher Daniels. If he's there in an agenting capacity, I get it, of why Punk would have a problem with this tit for tat if I can't have uh a steal then chris can't be there okay that sounds like something that should have been worked out 10 weeks ago and that's if christopher daniels would be serving in an agenting capacity if cm punk has got more control over this show i could understand that but as head of talent relations punk can make that call there's other names that have been bandied about that i would say Brian rank higher on the scale of people than, say, a Ryan Nemeth, that if Punk is allowed to make that call to those people, you know, this is why people have been fueled, you know, they fueled the rumor of does Punk have a piece of this company? Because for a guy to have this much control is is crazy. Now, again, if you send Ryan Nemeth and you know you shouldn't have or if it was an oversight, you know, I think you can blow that one off. But at some point here, it's like, why does he have this level of control? Is it tied into a legal issue? Like, What are the reasons that he is able to call so many of his own shots here? Is he David Zaslov's favorite wrestler along with Tony Khan's? What exactly is it here where he is able to flex so much control? Forget about just creatively or even dealing with members of management he does not like. But you have a situation if Christopher Daniels, as the head of talent relations, cannot be there when there are an entire, you know, 99% of the other people there may have a need to talk to him or deal with him during that day. That doesn't make any sense. Hangman Page being sent away from the arena. They've already all been in the same place at the same time on a pay-per-view. Why was Punk able to make that call on Page? And realistically, if you even thought there could be an issue there, why didn't you go ahead and film that, you know, somewhere else? So I, 
again, I, I, you can kill Punk in all of this, I guess, if you want to. I don't really care. I just look at the empowerment that he has, and he's using that power. If he's given that, then, you know, who am I to say anything about it? I would just wonder well, why he's able to flex it to this to a well, point that is way beyond just a worker. The the uh, the story is that he has no ownership or anything like that, but clearly, Tony Khan is giving him free reign to do all of this. And so, yeah, if you want to point your finger, then you have to point your finger at the very top, because if you're allowed to do this, you're going to do it. And we'll have more on this after the break. Observer Live. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it, and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. 
Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Really, the only other thing I got to say about all of this is that uh, this has all really done a number on morale in AEW. And, you know, what's interesting is when I hear from people, and I've heard from a lot of people, I'm not saying that like nobody is upset with Punk, because some people are upset with Punk, but most of the people are upset with Tony. And that's what I hear more than anything else, is that they're upset with Tony. And, you know, the the deal is, you know, everybody loves Matt Hardy. Everybody has so much respect for Chris Daniels. You know, the thing I heard about Nemeth was like, Ryan Nemeth, like... He never does anything. He's just a nice guy that shows up and does his job or whatever. And he did a tweet, and now, you know, he's he's paying for all of this. And, uh, you know, there's there's just a lot of issues with morale. And, uh, you know, there are people, obviously, that are like, okay, the buck does stop at Tony. But, you know, there are still people upset about Punk because just because you're allowed to do this stuff doesn't mean you have to. It's not like you're totally innocent just because someone's allowing you uh, the power to do certain things. But I will say that, that a lot of the discontent, most of the discontent, is with the way that Tony has handled all of this and what he has allowed to happen. So that's the story. I'm sure more will come out as uh, the days go on. I'll take uh, this opportunity then to actually change it to the wrestling show, which took place Saturday with Collision. And I know the refrain has been said a lot on shows, uh, or at least uh, you're echoing throughout the board, where where is everybody? Where was everybody for that show? And they've had they have more than enough people. I lived through territories with much smaller, much less talented rosters that were able to pull off multiple hours of television a week. You know, it's how they go about doing it. And I'll say this about the 25-minute match at the end because people brought this up last week as well, too. There are times where people are driven nuts by that because you do take a 15-minute match and draw it out. But with that said, I would rather still roll my dice with that as opposed to four skits and five-something else that ends up getting shoved in that time. So I, for the most part, like how Collision is laid out. I like the aesthetics of it. I've talked about that with the opening and all that stuff. But this week was a great example. If you're going to have enhancement matches on there, Action Andretti and Darius Martin should probably get a win over somebody. You know what I mean? Like... Why is Ricky Stark suspended and not able to wrestle on this show where he is the biggest focal point and star? Obviously, we're going to get an angle around this. We're going to see something coming. But but why did that not happen? Why did Powerhouse Hobbs just have to come out? Why couldn't he have destroyed somebody? And you remember how awesome this guy is. And then he calls out Miro. 
there are just some things about it where even if you had a lot less people than you have for this show, you can utilize them differently. You can utilize them better. The The problem isn't the squashes. The problem is how you go about those squashes and how you manufacture and how you develop something out of that. Because, again, Darius Martin and Action and Ruddy should lose to the House of Black. They should lose to the Acclaim. They should lose to FTR. But they should beat somebody, so you see them actually kind of creep up a little bit. I mean, it's just, there are some really great things about that show, and there's some really frustrating things about that show, and I think that's one of the biggest deals with it. Well, I, I had people go, ah, oh, Brian, you'd think that this was the worst show. No, I didn't say it was the worst show ever. No. In fact, I, I uh, you know, I, I had a fine two hours watching it. But I will say that I actually do have a problem with the squash matches because there were five matches on the show, and three of them were enhancement matches. Now, I have argued many times on this show that I think it's okay to do more squash matches. If you're doing a three-hour Raw and you want to get a guy over and you want to have him go in there and destroy somebody and then do a promo afterwards, that's fine. But when you, here's the thing. This is the, this is the most important thing, everybody. There's so much wrestling available right now all over the world. It doesn't matter if you like WWE or if you don't. If you do like WWE, there's a lot of great wrestling you can watch on WWE programming. If you're a fan of New Japan, dude, it was the semifinals and finals of the G1. Whatever you thought of the G1, the semifinals and finals were awesome. You've got Dynamite, Rampage, SmackDown, Raw, NXT. Don't even tell me there aren't good matches on NXT because there are CMLL, good matches on Friday NXT. Friday nights, Rocky Romero's CMLL, a hero. yeah, Rocky Romero's having awesome matches in CMLL. Stardom. So when you have all of that great wrestling. And one tournament in Noah, yeah. I, I'm watching the show, and of the five matches, acclaimed against Bronson and Boulder. Samoa right. Joe versus Andrew Everett. Sorry. And Luchasaurus Brock Anderson, that wasn't that's even a squash. That went problem. through a commercial. Yes. That was a long one. And then I don't even have a really, you know, I don't have a problem so much with all these 30-minute main events, but it's a 30-minute main event. That's a long time for a match. They are hit and miss. And sometimes. you know, you know that when the, the match goes into the ring with 29 minutes left, I hate to say it, but you do know if you want to watch something else or do something else for a while, you can. Because there's not going to be a standby match. This thing they ain't should, going seven minutes and there's going to be a standby match. start pimping It's that. going 29 minutes. And we'll see what the, the rating is and the quarters and everything like that. But to me, it's like a lot of this show felt like filler. And granted, yeah, you were you were shooting some angles for the for the all-in and everything like that. But there was a lot of filler stuff on this show. And, yes, Acclaim did not have a... It wasn't a total squash match against Bronson and Boulder. But it's Bronson and Boulder. But, it's an enhancement team. And they Brian, do that with all their enhancement teams. They always but, let the enhancement teams get spots on the stars. But it's still an enhancement match. But that match... Three of them on the show. You're right. But in theory, that match should be... The Rougeos against the Killer Bees. That match should be the Samoan SWAT team against, I don't know, the Freebirds, whoever wouldn't be the champions at the time. I mean, that match, in theory, if we saw 
Iron Savages get a win the week before beating somebody, then okay, maybe we got a little more interest in this. You want to have the acclaimed on as much as you possibly can because people love the acclaimed. So you gotta you want to obviously showcase them. So that match wasn't, I don't think, the issue. But again, you, like you said, they're looked at as an enhancement team. There's no reason to care about those guys. Well, and that's and you that's are where, right. Again, my beef Listen, with like the Andretti's of the world are. You are right. And and DJ here says they're building a claim back up. You're also right. So you know what? That's fine to do one match like that on a two-hour collision. But you did three. Yeah. And that's too much. You know, and then, I, it, yes, of course it sounds like I'm burying the show because we're on this topic right now. We're but not burying the show. Did I have a problem? Things that we didn't like. Did I have a problem with Willow Nightingale and Chris Statlander against Diamante and Mercedes Martinez? No, I did not have a problem with that match. However, when it was over and they beat Willow Nightingale, after they beat Willow Nightingale at the pay-per-view, mm-hmm. it does beg the question, why did she win the Owen Hart Cup? Like, what's the follow-up to her winning the... Like, everybody wanted them to do something with Willow Nightingale. So she wins the Owen Hart Cup, and then she goes on a losing streak. I don't understand. I don't know why they did that. Willow's not great And then, by the way, this is one... I didn't even mention this yesterday, but this actually is the one that... that I can't even believe I just remembered this one, because on Saturday, I was like, what is happening here? Okay. The main event is the House of Black versus CM Punk and FTR for the trio's titles, okay? Forget the length of the match. You know, forget Samoa Joe interfering. Because on this show Friday, we did predict that because, you know, Samoa Joe wants a match with Punk at Wembley. So it made sense that he attacked him. But Dax Harwood pinned... MJF. MJF is your AEW World Heavyweight Champion. How many times has MJF been pinned in the middle of the ring? Dax Harwood pinned him in a World Tag Team title match. And the follow-up is he got pinned in a six-man What? I know. Should have been cash. Why did you beat Dax after Dax just beat MJF in one of MJF's only losses ever in AEW via pinfall? I was baffled. Well, who got the pin? Brody, right? Was it Brody? Brody pinned Dax. Well, there you go. By wrestler math, now Brody is in line for a shot at MJF. I mean, God. I know. Shouldn't Dax be getting a world title shot at some point here? Well, look, no. I'm, look, there, yes, you can always you put that pin in the board for now, like New Japan would, as okay, this person has something over this person. You know, from a sporting booking point of view, you can do that. You don't have to like beat us over the head with it. It's just when you're ready to do it, you have that you know card you can play. But like. I don't know. There were, again, there were frustrating parts. Like you mentioned, though, maybe you should start saying we have standby matches so you can do a thing where you do have a surprise where 
then you have an angle with a Darby match at the end or something like that. I don't think that's the worst idea in the world because, as you mentioned, if people are in this thing of it's a half hour every time, they aren't going to tune out for a while. Sky goes, is the audience really paying attention to this detail? Your world champion getting pinned? I hope they're paying attention. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Jim Gaffigan here with some more straight talk. Let's take a moment to appreciate our sweet children, loving grandparents, and eternal soulmates. Now let's use them to save money on wireless. Because with the Straight Talk Silver Plan, you get four lines for just $25 a month with unlimited data and no contracts. So add those human pawns, I mean loved ones, and save money. Thanks, kids. You're finally worth it. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Get four lines on Silver Unlimited for $25 per line per month, plus taxes and fees. For data management practices and additional terms, visit straighttalk.com. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539 800-433-0539 That's 800-433-0539 Paid for by Fix My Student Loans Wake up, people. You are optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids, to work, to friends, and everything in between, you have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the Next Generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements, learning how you sleep so you learn to sleep better night after night. Sleep Next Level, only from Sleep Number. It's the biggest sale of the year. Save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing ends Monday. See store for details. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I got two things I want to say about SmackDown. We're going to talk about the G1. One was good, one was bad. The uh, Let's start with the bad first. 
And I am I am expecting something. I don't know if this is actually what they're going to do, but it sure did seem like it. After all these freaking years of begging for them to pull the trigger on Santos Escobar as a top Hispanic babyface, and it's his night to beat Austin Theory and win the title and strap the rocket to the guy. They injure him and put the title on Rey Mysterio and set up Santos turning heel on Rey. Told you. From the moment it started, that's all they know how to do to Rey Mysterio. That's all they know how to do. This was so infuriating. So then Escobar should be a star. I will say this. We'll say this. The uh, explanation of Jimmy was stupid and it made no sense. We have officially now struck out twice in a row on two successive shows. SummerSlam and the following SmackDown have both been strikeouts on the uh, Bloodline storyline. But I will say this. Even though the dude lost and nobody thought that he could beat Roman Reigns, for whatever reason, this has not hurt Jey Uso. That guy was so over on that show. He came out and they were going crazy for this guy. And he's got a great sympathetic face. And then he beats up all of the bloodline by himself. And then calls his brother back down. And his brother thinks he's going to forgive him. And he super kicks him in the face on the ramp. And this place, they're jumping up and down. And he's leaving through the crowd. And they're all mobbing this guy. He's over, dude. They did not kill him with that finish. It's too bad he quit WWE, though. And I think that he might be back. Leave my speculation. I don't think he's going to be on Dynamite Wednesday. Stranger things have happened, I guess. Oh, my God. Teaming up with LP and Hikaleo over in New Japan, it's going to be crazy. I realize it's only like 200 people, but if that bro showed up out of nowhere in the NXT, uh, whatever they call it, on, on Tuesday. Oh, my God. Him at the Impact New Japan Multiverse United show. Oh, man. They might be able to pull that off, actually. They've done things <laughs> with Impact. Can you imagine True. if he showed up there? But anyway. And, you know, this is the point to all of this. Oh, my God, with Trinity, getting they, they pass by each other, and it's like, wait a second, but nothing else is said? This is the Do point it. of all of this, and that is that it's, it's you know, the bloodline in WWE, they're very hot right now. And so, yes, they whiffed at SummerSlam, and they whiffed with the explanation with Jimmy, but it's going to take months of repetitive whiffing to kill this thing off. So anybody saying, like, it's dead, it's irredeemable, anything like that, it's not. I mean, I'm sure SmackDown did a big number, and is there's still plenty of time to try to get this thing back on the rails again. But they do need to try to get it back on the rails, because Jimmy coming out explaining, you know the reason I cost you that title against Roman Reigns and screwed you in the biggest match of your career? is because I love you. <laughs> like, And even Roman in the background is howling. That almost yeah. saved it. He's like, ha! <laughs> It did save it. He was great. Yes. Nobody cares. Like he was just he was he was so over the top obnoxious. It was great. But here's the thing, like they do that in syrupy soap operas. They do that on vapid sitcoms and things like that and dramas like it's not so far out of the realm of possibility that that's the that's what they've tapped into with people and i don't think it's off the rails i just think it's on the rails but it's lost a lot of steam 
but there are people that are still so on this ride that you can get away with giving them that. But yeah, you can't do it repeatedly because obviously that is going to bog everything down. But I have a feeling for the people that are really on this road, they'll twist themselves into, you know, why this Jimmy did this to Jay. I remember seeing this on this show or whatever it is. That's how they're looking at it. So we had a G1, and, uh, you know, yeah, I was yeah, we did. I was one of the luckiest guys alive as a wrestling fan because I only watched the semifinals and finals. Mm. I didn't have to watch the rest of this thing. But uh, last three matches, yes, even Okada and Evil, mm-hmm. I thought were, were – uh, I thought Evil and Okada was a very good match. Actually, let me put it this way. I didn't think it was like a very good match. But I did think that they did a very good job. Mission accomplished, And they yes. got the crowd going nuts for the last few minutes of that match. You know, all of the interference. <laughs> and you know what? How can I give a match a bad review when two men hold another man upside down and spread his legs and a third yes. man jumps off the middle rope and karate chops him <laughs> in the balls? How can I give that a bad rating? Uh. And then, you know, just one thing after another... And then Okada, he avoids everything, and he finally gets the win, and he pins Evil and knocks him out of the tournament, and the place was just, they lost it there at the end. Let it, me it worked out great. Let me interject right there, because this is one thing that is true when it comes to House of Torture, when it comes to Evil. They are far more over with the Japanese audience than they are with this audience. Does that mean that people over there do not get tired of all the nonsense and all the ref abuse and all the, the BS? No, they don't. But I'll say this. New Japan has done such a great job making us hate House of Torture so much that there was real drama built into this as to why Evil could win the match and go on to the finals. Now, didn't happen, obviously, but that story was easily told, especially if you thought Naito was going where, again, Evil and Naito there, Evil's already screwed up Sonata and his perfect voyage throughout this thing. Why not screw up Naito as another former partner of his? So they did a great job, even though I hated the fact that how they got there with all the House of Torture stuff. Then we had the Osprey-Naito match, which was absolutely fantastic. Until at the very end, they had a miscommunication, and old Naito got dinged right in the noggin, and that brother was out. Out. And uh, and Osprey panicked, and all he could think was, "We just got to get through this thing." And and you know, there's a saying, and there's a term in professional wrestling, for those of you that know anything about this business, it's called carrying. You know, when you carry a guy through a match, I did a lot of that in my career. And uh, You do it on this show every day. Say, I sure do. Ahead. But you know what? It's a saying. <laughs> it's a saying. But in this match, it was not a saying. Will Ospreay lifted his carcass up and carried him through high spots so they could finish this match. He delivered his own destino. He did. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. Like, I've seen, you know, everybody, you must help your opponent on a destino. Because your opponent cannot levitate. There is a there is a degree of help that your opponent must give you to do the spot. But this was 
He took his carcass, his his uh, his dead body, basically, <laughs> and he lifted him like he was going to do a Bret Hart backbreaker. He just lifted him, and then he kept lifting him, and then he spun him, and then he stuck his head in, and then he dropped and DDT'd himself. It was the craziest thing I ever saw. And uh, and then at the end, you know, Naito won. And the thing is, you know, I talked about this with Tom. I know that this was Naito's night or his tournament, and I know that that's all you can think when you're Will Ospreay. And I, I'm not even blaming Will Ospreay because all of this is easy to figure out in hindsight. But when something like this happens, you should end it. You should not drag a man unconscious through a match, okay? And because it is the G1, Ospreay could have won via ref stoppage, via 10 count. He could have won this match. He could have won the G1. And then he could have lost the briefcase to Naito to set up whatever they were going to do at the Tokyo Dome. You could have done that, but their decision was to get this thing over with, and then the guy had to wrestle the next day after getting knocked batty. And he did it, and him and Okada had a great match, but man, I don't know. I, I can't celebrate dragging Naito through the end of that match. That Naito Osprey match is as good of a match as you'll see all year. I mean, it had a big fight feel, whereas Osprey and Omega, it's almost, again, it's almost like movie like in a way. This felt more big heavyweight title fight sort of feel. You know, there was something on the line here, and that's how they played it, and it was fantastic. I had only heard, I heard about the match before I saw it, so everybody is hitting me off with Naito Nakbati and all that. They have a spot during the match where he gets kicked in the head a couple of times, goes down. Osprey goes over, the ref pushes him away. I'm thinking, is this it? it? This feels like they're just working. And they were just working. And then when it actually happened, and the ref is sitting there, and Osprey's sitting there, and Osprey's trying to pull him up, it's like, oh, oh boy. In hindsight, being 2020, yeah, should they have stopped it? You can absolutely make a case for yes doing that. We see it in sports all the time. Not saying that it's right or anything like that. They did go ahead and power through. He did shake it off, standing eight count enough to be able to pull off the two Destinos at the end and get the victory. But having him go out there, you know, the next day, hey, if a doctor had cleared him, whatever, it is what it is. But then he and Okada had another classic in their long line of classic matches Look fantastic, so we'll see what happens with Evil and Sonata, which surely is going to be an IWGP World Heavyweight title match, and we'll see if Sonata or Evil has any more before they get to 1-4, where we get Naito, which I assume is going to be his crowning there. See, as far as it goes, Naito beating Okada for the G1 was a very important part of it. Yeah, it was. It was, But an yes, important part right. of the story is Naito's career not ending, okay? And my God, and the yes. Thing that the thing that is very important... Forget about his career, his life. The thing that's very important here is Bret Hart's career was not ended by Bill Goldberg super-kicking him in the face. That was not what ended his career. What ended his career was he kept wrestling after that. That's what ended his career. If he had taken that super-kick and just gotten pinned and then didn't do anything for several weeks, perhaps a couple of months, he would have uh, probably had a much longer career. Yeah. But he didn't. He took that spot, he kept wrestling, 
And then he started doing other matches, including a hardcore match with Terry Funk where he got hit with trash cans and such. Yes. And that is what ended his career. It, and, you know, he suffered that stroke. Stroke on the bike. And the yeah, stroke was it. probably a result of a kick that happened years earlier. That's the point. Yes. It's not, did you make it through the match? Did you make it through the match the next day? The the issue is, well, that stars? stroke that you suffered a year later, why yeah. did that happen? Well, it was because of what happened in that match and what happened after the match. So, yeah, when when that when a guy gets knocked out in a match, it's over. I don't care what the story is because it's wrestling and it's fake, and you can create a story to make the whole thing work out in the end. And Brian, especially when in, a, in a promotion where sport still matters, we see it in sport. And we don't have to like it. We've seen football change where there's still old crusty guys out there. Like people talk about old wrestling heads who want to go back to the NFL crunch course days and lighten them up and all that sort of thing. You can't anymore. And there are ways to do things where it is inconvenient. Yes. And these guys, will they plow through because they're athletes and they are the best at what they do and they're driven? Yes. Sometimes you got to stop them for their own good. But if there are doctors out there, like with Danielson being cleared, with Shibata being cleared in the States, if there's somebody out there that said Naito is actually good to go, he passed his tests, there's really nothing then we can go ahead and say, you know, about that. And listen, this person goes, is Brett still upset with Goldberg? He can still be upset with Goldberg if he wants. Yeah. Because, yeah, it was the follow-up that did the most damage, but none of the follow-up would have happened if he hadn't been kicked right in the face. Like, you're running at the guy, you're giving him your face, and he got kicked as hard as he could, okay? So if he wants to be upset about that, like, he's welcome to be upset about that. Things happen in wrestling, I think but... we know from this show, grudges can be cut. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 
800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Yeah, what a jobber. Old lady's choice beat me with that big splash. Mm-mm-mm. God. Well, he didn't get the he didn't get the lady in the end. I'll tell you that much. Do you know Ross tonight? It sure is. We've got uh, Nakamura, Shinsuke Nakamura. We'll explain why he attacked Seth Rollins. I thought he already did on Twitter. He said human nature, which was either, you know, a reference to a Michael Jackson song, which, you know, he likes him, or it's just his nature. Could be both. He's explained it. And then we've got uh, Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus in a one-on-one match here in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Oh, you know, in WWE land, if you're from any part of Canada, you represent all of Canada. So. Yes. Well, I mean, I still expect Finally her to be... something good in Manitoba. ...violently you know. booed. And hopefully she's ready to go and it's not uh, something that has to be delayed again. Who do you think uh, wears the scar better? Trish Stratus with her nose being broken or Don Callis, the Well, Manitoba absolutely zone? Don Callis. Absolutely. You know... What a scar that guy's got. Man, Impressive. oh, man. Yeah. You earned that. I got a big scar on my finger, but it's not nearly as impressive. How, how'd that happen? I'll tell that story someday. It's a long one. You got bitten when you were trying to fish hook somebody? Nah, I was, I was trying to be cool. Didn't work out very well. Anyway, we're out of time. I'll be back later on tonight with Dave. Wrestling Observer Radio, only for subscribers. WrestlingObserver.com. Uh, tomorrow, the Brian and Vinny Show with a worse dup cup. And, uh, and a lot of other stuff coming up, so check it out. And that's it. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live. Yeah.